No, you can't keep a good woman down. Every day she'll rise when a crown, triumphantly, like a brand new day. When you think she's over and done, she will rise like the morning sun. Cause no matter how you try, can't keep a good woman down. It's International Women's Week, but let's not forget that once upon a time when we were coloured, a woman's voice was not included. When it came to the big decisions in life, whether it was politics or the science of being a wife, it was like our mothers were there to be seen and not heard. And they certainly didn't have the last word. But even then we knew, didn't we, that they were the life force of creation, that they gave birth to every generation, whether black or white, or any other race. Woman is the source on which everybody's based. I only wished we had expressed that then, I really do, but we didn't have the words until Dr. Maya Angelou said it the way we wanted to, in Phenomenal Woman. Pretty women wonder where her secret lies. She's not cute or built to suit a fashion model's size. But when she starts to tell them, they think she's telling lies. She says, It's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman. That's me. She walks into a room just as cool as you please and to a man the fellows stand or fall down on their knees and they swarm around her, a hive of honeybees. She says, It's the fire in my eyes and the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist and the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Men like me have wondered what we see in her. We try so much, but we can't touch her inner mystery. When she tries to show us, we say we still can't see. She says, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's me. Now I understand just why her head's not bowed. She doesn't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When I see her passing, it ought to make me proud. She says, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palm of my hand, the need for my care. Because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman, that's me. And yet, and yet, and yet, it's still very much a man's, man's, man's world, as James Brown said. 
So before International Women's Week went to my head, I spoke to Sonia Brown of the National Black Women's Network and first broadcaster Swazi McCalley, the voice of BBC Sounds, about why phenomenal women are not in power. Women in power, Sonia. Women well, in which power. Which women in power? Well, we well, have tell got... Tell me about it. Yeah, I know you too. I haven't got a problem with that, my sisters. I'm women letting on you have, I'm letting you have. I'm letting you have some of that male power. Oh, we don't want your male power. We have yeah. our own power. But we're the ones that rule the world. So, do we think that's a good move for a woman to take over the Labour Party? I think that what's interesting about women in politics is that now that we're seeing more of um, more women mm-hmm. putting themselves forward mm-hmm. and not being asked, we don't need to have the women's shortlist anymore. Yeah. And it's now a based on talent, experience, um, credibility. So I think it's really um, good for people to see more women at the forefront of politics. Surely all women shortlist, surely. Because at the end of the day... They're um, making movements. Yeah, but more likely than not, uh, this is the way the system is. Don't Mm. look at me and make out that I am the male chauvinist pig. However... Let me tell you a good joke. No. It's no. A good no, no, really because one. we're talking about women in politics, so yeah. we don't need a joke when we're talking about women okay, in politics, okay. yeah, right? Women yeah, but women in politics. Well, I'll save the joke for afterwards. On a serious note, I mean, it's I mean, it's tough conditions in mm. politics, and you know, it's the long hours, you know, the the research, the studying, especially if they have a. The men post. have to do that as well. Yeah, but you know, it's always been a men's world, a man's world in politics. So at the end of the day, we've got women getting in there. Um, you know, the other day there was the woman who was um, brought her child into the chamber oh, yeah, for the first time. Sure. So one of the things you've got to realise about um, the way industry is changing, it's always been set up by men, designed by men for mm. men. Mm. Now we're going to... Yeah. Now the feminine spirit is coming into the workplace, which means that we need to have different ways of working. You know, it's not the hours, the long hours, the gruelling hours, mm. um, because the job can still be done in it a different be. way. So I think that... Getting more women in means that we can change the way people work, we can change the landscape, mm. and obviously that will make a more friendly place for women to, environment for women to be yeah. in. And don't get me wrong, it's a great thing, but you know when you see on all those um, trucks that drive from one place to another, delivery trucks and everything like that, and you see, you know, at the side of the delivery truck, it says Johnson and Son. Nice. Every now and then you see Johnson and daughter, mm-hmm. but it is so minuscule, it's hardly worth even registering on the Richter scale. The point I'm trying to make is, despite all the successes of women, all the successes of women, in the, in, in the real politique, in the real politique, you rarely see Johnson and daughter, which suggests to me that it's always the son that inherits after the... No, it suggests to me that it needs to change. But it is yeah, going to change. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's, it's going to take. Change. It's not going to change overnight. It's not going to change in our. It's not going to change in our lifetime because I think it's seventy years before you know, we have full parity I'm living in terms for of women. seventy years. Well, good for you because <laughs> I try to see what you look like when you're I'm, for another I'm, seventy I'm years. Looking good. But the reality these, is, we're just setting the, first the pathway years, for the I'm next great. generation. It's the legacy that we're yeah. setting, and I think it's important that. Not because we're not going to see it in our lifetime, we shouldn't do it, mm. but we're setting that the steps for the next generation and we're making it better for the, um, uncom- the leaders, rising stars and yeah. leaders coming up tomorrow. And I think that that's important. So without the sacrifices that my parents and grandparents made, I wouldn't be able to do mm-hmm. what I'm doing. You wouldn't be able to do what you're doing. And so therefore we just have to keep moving. It's slow. Yeah. It's really slow. But 
we're making changes. Yeah. Just not at the speed we'd like to we see. Like it. It to yeah. see and also, just like if Don Butler was to take over Jeremy Corbyn, then I'd feel a lot better because even the silly story that came out of Jamie Oliver about the whole jerk rice, you know, she, she was on the ball. She was on the but ball Dawn's with it. But Dawn's a smart cookie. The exactly. Thing, you know, the thing is, she's Dawn's... She's a jerk rice queen. She's a smart cookie. I remember yeah. interviewing her before um, and just not realising... Um, she was talking about, you know, leading protests from being at school, yeah, you know, yeah. and I was just like, wow. Yeah. And there's something in us that, that we don't even realise, because even I think when I was at school, um, I went to a, a very all-white grammar school, mm -hmm. and I always remember trying to change the perception of how they saw mm -hmm. um, black people. Mm -hmm. Little did I know that then I would end up having the network. Yeah. So some, there's something in us from when we we're younger that we kind of if we if it's nurtured well mm, mm. if it's nurtured correctly we come we on to be do. who we are we, yeah. and it's finding that destiny taking your destiny steps mm -hmm. what are my destiny who steps who do you think mm. i am oh god i can okay. imagine you you're the child okay. you know when they in the days when you were allowed to beat your children mm. he was the child who got beaten and he still oh, was talking yeah. <laughs> you know when they say stop the noise and he yeah. still but no, i will tell you what pluto said if you genuinely believe that your parents administered the equality of weight on those licks as they did does that make you a hero because you've got does, stronger yeah. licks than yeah, that we do to girls? Isn't that part of the, also the whole hero. thing about condition Great though? Is that you, we hero. boast about how many licks we got, or you're, yeah. you would boast about it, but we know I don't it's boast about it. Well, no, but you're saying that I was licked harder and I got this. So that is true, yeah. but a lot of people, even in my generation, would boast about how the beatings. No, licks? I didn't get licked at all. Never, not even one. You see? You see? And I'm made to feel shame because I didn't get licked. No, but you were just smart because I used to say to you know like school report days and I yeah. always say you know that's the day everyone's going to get beaten because oh, yeah, yeah. you know the, the reports Never are coming match. so you knew and I used to think to myself why don't my brothers just behave yeah. like four weeks before the reports are done? Because yeah. even I was slick enough to know, yeah. shut your mouth, yeah. behave yourself so you can come back. Mm. So then they were like, you're the grove. Like, no, I just knew you had to behave four yeah. weeks before the report come. Yeah, and you yeah. just, all you hear is, ah, ah. And you're just like, God, all you had to do was we're behave. behave. You know yeah, for four weeks. <laughs> four weeks before that, you know. So it, it was just, you knew. Yeah. Too strategic even You there. knew. Blake's driving along, okay. Bloke's driving along, and then he, um, some woman drives in the opposite direction on the country road, and as she's driving out, um, she shouts out, "Pig!" The man, and he says, "What?" And he swears at her as she drives off, and then hundred yards up the road, he crashes into a pig. <laughs> Wow, that is yeah, the joke. That was, that's the that's joke of the, the moment. Joke. We waited all, we waited that, yeah. all that this time for that joke. That joke. Okay. You know what it is? I wonder if black people are just genuinely funny. We are funny. We, we, are, are, funny. Funny. we are funny. Very, very funny. But does that mean we should all... Are we all comedians? Because when I see black comedians, sometimes I, I think know. there is a skill Look how I'm making to... you two laugh this morning. Yeah, I've never really seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, this is a good illustration, you know. So not every black person is a comedian. But I do think every black person has a, has a level of funniness to no, them. Not every there is black person has got rhythm in their bones, but every black person mm. is funny. Even when they haven't got rhythm in their bones. How do you know? We crack up with laughter, don't we? Yeah. When you see a man that's dancing without rhythm 
in his bones. We crack up with laughter, don't yeah, we? Yeah, okay, yeah, fair. That's what I'm saying. You so don't have to have rhythm, but you do need to be, make people crack up with laughter, which every black person has got the ability to. Yeah, so when you see black comedians, do, is there not an element that you just think what is you're a black so comedian? funny? Are they black because they're it's black? Visibility. They're comedians, or is it because yeah. the visibility. jokes they tell are black? No, visibility. No, but the thing oh, is. No. But I. Well, I think. No, well, if you say a black comedian, it's a black comedian. If you say a Scottish yeah, comedian, it's a Scottish comedian. It's a white, white comedian. Guy telling black jokes. Yeah, but there's some white guys who tell some jokes, black, black jokes that are funny. Are they? No. They're not? Okay. I think it's a visibility thing. Because okay. you look at that man, there's one on Facebook who does the church. He does the sketch about the church. Yeah. Who's with the, he's with a black woman. Yeah. And she takes him to church for the first time. Oh, yeah. And he says, you know, when he goes to church within 30 minutes or what, it's over. Mm. But when he's in the church, the black people are like, yes, yes. And he's like, no, don't talk. Because they keep yeah, yeah, yeah. edging the pastor on him. I but went to a Jewish synagogue <laughs> once, you know. Me and my wife were the only black people there. And it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I think we stand out. You know, <laughs> and everything was really cool, except for this part where they take this sort of like um, vintage... Um, Talmud, you know, their Bible out of this glass case and it's like a, 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 a thing of honour for them to take it around and the congregation touch it, you know. So it was a female rabbi because it's a brand new, you know, one of these modern synagogues and she came round, you know, all, all the people were like touching the thing, you know, it was a great <laughs> honour for Then she came to me and my wife, you <laughs> just let me touch it. Oh it's good to know honestly, diversity. It's honestly, good to know diversity honestly, exists. I, I, what? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying it's a race <laughs> thing. I'm what not are you trying it's a, to? Yeah, no, because everyone else is doing it. Is so that... I thought I would show. I was wearing the old yak, uh, what they call yamaka. Yeah. I was wearing the old yamaka and everything. I was like, you know, very sort of like, all right. being and Jewish you held and your hand out and he went, Phew! Well, yeah, he's, uh, he's coming to you and he's, whoops! <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. Yeah, I tell some good stories. I've told three good stories. Oh, story. no, I don't know if they were all story. good. I think, you, I think you told about... <laughs> you laughed at this one, didn't you? That was one. your best one. That was the best day. one. For the day. I <laughs> think that's more than enough. It was the easiest one as well. Yeah. So yeah. what are you guys doing tonight? Are you taking me anywhere nice? No. Um, You're not taking me anywhere nice? Taking you. Sonia, stop shaking your head like <laughs> that. Come on You're now. You're taking us no, somewhere nice. No, no, remember, you guys have taken over the world. Girls. Yeah. Guys. Girls, girls. Guys? No. Can I say guys? No. I can't say guys? No. This is the thing, actually, you know, in the workplace. People don't know what to write in their emails anymore. Because everyone is so sensitive, oh sensitive, sensitive about gender, you can't even just say, hey guys, because those are people, some, some women will say, I'm not a guy, I'm a gal. Hey, okay. hey peeps, hey everyone. Dear all. Dear all, yeah, exactly. Dear all, you say, yow, yow, yow. Or, <laughs> yow. As, or as we used to say on the streets of Brixton, pss, pss, pss. No, you no. can't say that. You That's can't. the whole point. How do, How do you spell that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, How do you spell that? How do you spell that? How do you spell it? Let me just say... You only do that to ladies. No, but how do you spell it? You, if you have to spell it, it's P triple X and maybe a T at the end. Psst, psst, okay. Psst, psst, oh right, that's yeah, great. Psst, psst, psst. Why yeah, do you love yeah. using that word "gal"? That's what. Isn't that a proper word? No, no. It's really it it always. I'm spelling G Y A L like gal. Oh no, yeah, I thought it was G A L. It's it's a G Y A L to me. Are all men, the word that I'm not allowed to say anymore, are all men um, ungentlemanly? <laughs> you need something stronger than that, don't you? Yeah, you are need... All, 
Are all, um, are all men um, miscreants, uh, scurrilous? Uh, would yeah. you, like? um, you see, that's why you have to swear sometimes. Oh, yeah, go on then. All yeah. men are bastards is the question on the dilemma. And I apologise for the language, but the question on the dilemma, are all men bastards? Do they, because, <laughs> and they're bastards, the, the suggestion is that they're bastards because they destroy women with their lies. Yeah, they destroy all men. This is the this is the scenario. All men are such because they destroy all women with their lives. Well, that's Dottin's world. All men. I'm yeah. not sure about my world. I, I wasn't the one who said it. I wasn't the one who said it. You yeah, no, no, no. But your that's your that's your hypothesis, isn't it? That if all men lie. Hello, yeah. Femi. Morning. Yeah, hi. Morning. Gosh, you you sound tired, Femi. Sorry to have dragged you up this early. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, where are you calling from, out of interest? Yeah, um, hi, uh, Mr. D. Uh, this is Femi from Broadcast, uh, formerly Broadcast at the BBC. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Good to hear from you. Well, basically, what it is, is um, I think that word, uh, bastard, is uh, a little bit as uh, for a start. All men, um, the bastard, is somewhat derogatory, um, if I could point out. Um, are we, I mean, are we saying that women don't tell lies? Are we saying women don't tell lies to men? You know, I, I think everyone, I've yet to see anyone that can quite categorically say they've never um, told a if we're going to use the word, you see. So to now say all men are bastards, I think it's demeaning or we're taking the word Maybe my own definition of bastard, but I've just looked up bastard in um, Western, and it, it's something that I would not even associate with an animal, talk less of a human being. So going forward, um, I think we need to face the reality. The reality is people do their lives um, as of when it seems all to benefit them. So to now say you're telling lies to a woman, meaning you actually destroying their lives just because you say something that is convenient. Sometimes you say things that women want to hear, you know, not necessarily because you're actually out there to, to make a complete mismatch of them. When you base um, an opinion based on uh, suspicion, I think you can't really say it's quite categorical. It's about destroying women, though, isn't it? It's about, yeah. you know, so... It's unfair what you're saying to Swaz, in a way, is a little bit unfair, Femi, only because it's about what men do to women in a man's world, you know. One of the things I always remember was when Diane Abbott was doing her, camp doing her campaign the last time, and the amount of abuse that Diane got, when I read those abuse that she got on her Twitter, nobody spoke about it, mm. but I everybody did, else... Actually. I wrote about it in The Voice. Yeah, but you're a lone voice. Anyway, okay. as I was saying, nobody kind of went into it. And I kind of think, you know, I work with, I'm, I talk to a lot of women who are in politics and I know they work incredibly hard, irrespective of um, colour, culture, etc. They work incredibly hard. But I think that sometimes it's really unfair culturally around how they um, represent women of colour. In, in politics. And just, my memory serves me right, oh my God, a, a lot of the other newspapers did take up uh, Diane Abbott's, uh, the attacks on her online, they did. Maybe not straight away, but they have done it, and it's been a huge issue now, and I think they've even made 
programmes with Diane Abbott about it. Certainly she's been on, I know, BBC Radio 5 Live, where I work as, as well, and talking about it and taking calls about it. The problem doesn't go away, though. The problem is mm. still there. Yeah. I think you're very absolutely right to focus on it. I don't know. I think it's a really interesting time. I think a lot of men that I've spoken to um, are understanding this term of toxic masculinity and breaking that. Because men have behaved uh, wrong for so long that other men are having to come along now and say, you can't actually say that, you can't actually do that. And it's true of racism. Racism will only stop when white people tell other white people that's racist. No, but you know, my challenge about sure that, I talk about there, gender. Well, no, it's not. It's, it's, it's not going to stop people from them. But if the conversation around men not knowing what to say, I think it also falls on men to stand up and say, yeah, guys, this is wrong. We need to, uh, we need to stop doing it. And this. let me interject there, because my thing is that what you've had is these men in the corporate world who have been able to behave badly for so many years, yeah. and all of a sudden, their daughters are now going into the workplace, and they do not want other men mm. to treat their daughters mm -hmm. the way they've treated other women in the workplace yeah. and, and that's the challenge for them and I think that oftentimes it's a new the workplace wasn't designed for women the workplace wasn't designed for black people that or for race or the, it was designed for white men to do their thing now we're pushing there and we're challenging their boundaries what are we going to do with that layer of white men who say well where, where's our place now but I think the black man still has the privileges. What privilege? Over a woman. Oh, no. Massively. Oh, my God. As a black man, you are still having privileges. So, yeah, of course. What privileges? If you go into a job, and there's the same would be true that the black woman is still. Um, doesn't have the privilege over the, of the black man. Oh, so, if you're in a workplace, there's no reason why black men are any. Um, should get a scot free for whistling at a woman just because you're a black man. I think that they, men should not do that regardless of where you come from. If, if a black man whistled at you, that's no better than a white man whistling at you. I wouldn't be bothered. Well, it doesn't matter if you're bothered or not, but the idea that a, woman, a man can't go out of his way to whistle at you, regardless of his race, What's is still wrong. What's the problem? What's the problem? That's what women are saying. You shouldn't be allowed to whistle. You shouldn't be able to put forward that uh, behaviour whatsoever. And that's what the male world is. You wouldn't last a day in it, babes. Because yeah. you are... you. This generation that they're building up, you're not strong enough. And I look at pe people like my parents, as my mother. You weren't even as resilient as my mother would be, and as our mothers are, because the things they have to do, had to do. I don't know. I come I from a very strong background of, of women who are incredibly strong, and I think that is filtered down. Whether or not that is relative to the situations we're in now, yeah, I can take that as yeah. change, but to tell me that I'm softer than the generations before no. me... Um, you know, we talk about how people interact with each other. One of the challenges I have is, because of social media, I find that young people find it very difficult to build social um, language with the opposite sex. And if you can't communicate, we have a problem, especially in the black community. If we cannot communicate in our relationships, how then are we um, able to produce um, constructive families, communities, societies? if we can't even talk to each other. Because, I mean, that was totally alien to me. And I, yeah. that was completely alien to me. Yeah, and, and some families, I went to an event and some, th this event was called the, the Black Love Project, and it was really interesting that on the topic of communication, they found that the generations above us didn't speak to one another. So, uh, not everyone's experience, but a large amount of people's experience was, my mum and dad didn't really 
speak to one another. We knew that they loved one another, yeah, but they weren't yeah. openly and said, I love you, whoever your name is. But I think both people, black women, black men, both struggle with identity. Mm. So actually, I'd go so far as say female empowerment is such an idol amongst women that what women tend to do is emasculate the man in order to be the top woman. So the traits in which women don't like in men, they'll adopt and then use it against the man. But actually, just shouting at people or whatever that is deemed to be masculine isn't of itself is wrong. People shouldn't use that. But then so I every woman, I was like, I need to be a business owner. I need. Actually, some women aren't cut out to be like that. Some women are just okay. If they just want to be a mum, if they just like things that are ter stereotypical female, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But society tells us, no, you, you must be, be. Do you know what I mean? So I just think sometimes we must be so careful to say where you find your identity in. Be okay with that, and it's not. But the challenge, the challenge opinion. is having the confidence to stand in your independence. Yes, yeah, sure. I think that's the challenge because yeah, I think so. if I want to be a businesswoman, I'm going to be a businesswoman. If I want to be a housewife, I'm going to be a housewife. But what I have a problem with is that whole thing around judgment, um, and you know, believe it or not, I go to church. That whole holy and sanctified judgment, because. I don't fit your stereotype of what you feel I should be. Well, think about your own life. Don't get involved in my life. Yeah. That's the problem. And what we have a challenge with, I think what many women have a challenge with, is we're always trying to be the best that we can be compared to what people think we should be, mm -hmm. rather than standing in our own um, lane. You know, be in your lane, do what you need to do. It doesn't matter. Because I think the hardest thing is having that confidence to say, I don't care what anyone thinks, I'm just going to do me. Mm. And that's the biggest challenge. No, you can't keep a good woman down. Every day she'll rise wearing a crown. Triumphantly, like a brand new day. When you think she's over and done, she will rise like the morning sun. Because no matter how you try, can't keep a good woman down She's stronger than a lion Someone that you always can rely on She's the only one you can run to When the world turns its back on you Sweeter than a honeysuckle rose Growing in a garden of thorns How she does it nobody knows But she keeps on rising no, you can't keep a good woman down Every day she'll rise when a crown Triumphantly like a brand new day When you think she's over and done She will rise like the morning sun Cause no matter how you try Can't keep a good woman down She's a shoulder to cry She's over.